0: Perfect, 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 perfect. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of Hang Time Overtime. We haven't done this for a few weeks, so this is the companion podcast to the show. Hang time, Michigan. Hope you guys are enjoying the highlights and the analysis and the talk every week. Here we get an opportunity just to talk a little bit more when we run out of time on the television side uh, so that we can uh, give you a little preview about uh, what's coming up ahead. And that's really what we want to focus on for this one. This definitely is not going to be as long as some of the ones we've done in the past, especially our AAU conversation. That one, I think, went well over an hour. Uh, this one, just about 15 minutes. We'll tell you what's coming up on the schedule. We are recording this as of Wednesday, February 11th. So we are looking into uh, the, I'm sorry, Tuesday, February 11th. We are just getting ready for PSL semi. So we're going to play the what if game here to, to top it off. We've got Douglas and King getting together and CMA and Cass. Certainly, certainly no easy wins for King and Cass, but we certainly expect those two to be competing on Friday at Callahan. Oh, and by the way, TJ Kelly, Scott Bernstein in the house. since We're not visual. Here. Hi, I'm TJ.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Obviously I think everybody's expected for Cass and King um to win the semi, their semifinals uh you know if Detroit Douglas winds up winning I don't think it would be a huge surprise um unfortunately in the quarterfinals uh Sophomore Chauncey will another sophomore as we mentioned. There's so many of them in this in this class. Chauncey Willis uh, went out with a leg injury. Um, Not sure if he's going to be playing in the semifinal. If he's not able to play in the semifinal, then hopefully, yeah, hopefully he can be at least play in the finals because he just gives such a a scoring dynamic. Somebody can really score and shoot the ball. And King, you know, they like to play at a a slow down pace. And sometimes when they get, you know, they they're behind at all. You know, they rely on Chauncey as they did last year um, to kind of lift them up and, uh, you know, uh, kickstart their score.
2: Yeah. You know, I've been kind of championing Cast Tech this whole time and they're defending champs. they got the best player in the league, in my opinion, Tyson Acuff, who's making a very, very, very strong argument to be considered a Mr. Basketball finalist. Uh, I'm going to put out uh, on my blog, Bernie's Bites, at statechampsnetwork.com. This week I'm going to put a Mr. Basketball power ranking out. Uh, I'm going to do, I think, the top ten Mr. Basketball candidates. And right now I got him slotted at either two or three. Um, and let me just tip my hat to, to, to uh, Coach Hall he is a relentless campaigner for Tyson Acuff, and with good reason. Um, just, you know, singing his praises and, and really letting it be known what a difference maker he is for that team. Uh, he's upped his scoring average by 10 points. He's rebounding more. He's, uh, you know, playing better defense, uh, improving his, uh, the leadership quotient. And when you got a player like that, I think uh, they've got to be the leader in the clubhouse, uh, for for the PSL title and a repeat, hopefully they'll have a little longer state tournament run this year than they did last
1: year. I think that that's the one thing that's really the knock on Tyson. We have so many other guys, and when you talk about Mister Basketball, who have have made deep state playoff runs. Um, you know, the PSL championship is great, but for the vast majority, I mean, that's uh, that's a title for the 313 area code. Mm-hmm. Um, when you when you start looking around the state and stuff like that, you know, they're looking to see. You know, they even though they've seen Nicholson on the bench, you know, at Clarkston, you know, and you know, and he was an underclassman. Same thing with um, he
2: didn't get. I don't believe he got no, into no. a game at Breisen Center when he was a sophomore on that
1: team. I remember yelling at Dan Fife from across the court, like put in Matt. <laughs> you know, and they were up by forty, and he's, he still didn't play him. So I at I guess that's on Fife. You know. But it, it is what it is.
2: Loved his <laughs> guards. It was a little more difficult in the uh, Clarkson system as a big guy to flourish. But right now, you want to talk about flourishing. Matt Nicholson, another guy that's making a huge argument uh, in what's got to be the deepest, tightest Mr. Basketball race that I can remember. Um, it is, it is a, a true toss-up right now. Um, and, and Nicholson is a guy that is going for 2015 every game.
1: Yeah, you know, I think when you talk about close title, uh, close races, I think that 2011, you know, when you had Trey Ziggler, Keith Appling, Maurice Jones, as well as uh, Ray McCallum Jr., and then maybe the 2007 race? You talk about Dar Tucker, you talk about Manny Harris, you talk about Kalen Lucas, Darrell
2: Summers. Right now, you have, yeah. Yeah. I don't think this is an exaggeration. You've got probably seven guys right now that can make a serious argument for why they should be Mr. Basketball.
1: Yeah, I think it was almost would is this the year where they say you know what we don't we need to have more than five guys.
2: They, in my opinion, there sh- there should be a, a bigger field this year than five.
0: They should do that. Um, you know, I think when you think about uh, when you see him on the floor against some of the best, obviously the way that Scooby has performed has been in very impressive. But uh, there's something about Jalen Terry. That's had, what I was just going to say he had a 40
2: point effort. Yeah, I think last week every we met, we time we he's to, on, shout the him out on the floor.
0: No matter the situation, no matter the stakes, uh, boy, that kid, you when he's a, healthy... It, he just had a slow start. He wasn't yeah. playing a lot early in the season because of an ankle tweak.
2: Right. But he's come it, back with a vengeance. Right now, yeah. yeah, if you watch this
1: game versus Orchard Lake-St. Mary's,
2: I mean, that was, was... the best player on the floor uh, by far. 30 yep. points, 10 assists, 5 rebounds, 5 steals. Just imposing his will at yeah. every single turn. It's relentless. Yeah,
1: and then you also gotta think about Lauren Bowman. Yeah. I think that he more than likely is gonna be, you know, the Catholic League's version of the MVP or PSL version of Mr. Basketball, Mr. PSL, Mr. Catholic League. It's probably gonna be Lauren Bowman. So we'll probably see those two guys. Yeah,
0: we're gonna get into the Catholic League playoffs right now. I would say Orchard Lake is the favorite. So we'll get an operation friendship at some point if we get a cast versus Orchard Lake should be great, if that's how it works out. Uh, but um, Catholic League playoffs, again, we talk about wide open. It's pretty wide open.
2: Well, I mean, Orchard Lake's the
0: favorite. Yes. But Brother Rice has played –
2: or when Brother Rice played Orchard Lake, they played him tough. When Brother Rice has played Jesuit, both games have gone uh, down to the wire. One went to overtime. Uh, Catholic Central upended De La Salle uh, a, couple, uh, 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 a couple days ago, yeah. a team that's been kind of on the bottom looking up. But they have talent. Cooper Craggs as a sophomore is really nice. Taylor uh, uh, Martinez as a guard is, is pretty good too. Um De La Salle's got the Fresh Prince of Macomb County, Will Smith, uh, on the wing. Lyndon Holden, uh, who's another uh, talented. Uh, <laughs> what did you? Come up with? <laughs> I just yeah. thought of that when I was watching him play at Brother Rice last week.
1: Yeah, and even De La Salle. I mean, they've got Fresh some. Yeah, yeah, Smythe is Smythe is a pretty good shooter. You know, a junior uh, for De La Salle as well. You know, so hey, when when De La if the, if De La Salle's clicking and they're making their jumpers, I mean, that's gonna be, that's gonna be tough. And you know that they're very well coached. bench, you got
2: the bench you know? factor. I mean, Greg Asler. Yeah. To me, pound for pound, it's hard for me to, to, to name another coach that I, if I had to pick a coach to coach one game, Greg Esler might be the guy i pick. I mean, this guy is such a master tactician.
1: I'd say Ben Kelso. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and, no, no, but yeah, Esler is phenomenal. And Esler, uh, took uh, the only team in the history of Macomb County to win a, a state championship. Took uh, uh, Until New Haven a couple of years. Until years. New Haven, right, sorry. Travis Conlon uh, on that 94 Lakeshore team. Big old T.C.
0: One of the things that we uh, did mention quickly in the um, video version of Hangtown, we talked about sleepers, and we went through everybody who we thought were going to be the uh, sleeper team, somebody who can make some noise, all of a sudden rise up like Howell did last year, we can use that as an example. Um, Who would you say flat out the odds on favorites to win each division? Or at least, you know, I know it. We're, we're I'm just throwing this out there. We, oh, I gave them no, no prep, prep on, on that. that. <laughs> okay. South okay. Christian so, in four, t- I would say. St. Mary's in one,
2: Beecher in three.
1: Yeah. And then you she,
2: look,
0: she I, more the point,
1: I, you know, what I'm, uh, River Rouge for me, they're now moved up to Division One. Oh, um, oh. yep. So, so
0: Benton Harbor then is, is, I think, I think, is Harbor. Of two.
1: Benton Harbor just beat Catholics at Grand Rapids Catholic Central in the Floyd Mayweather yeah. Classic last Saturday. Yeah. I think that that's a matchup that we could see in March. Um, I think that kind of whoever wins that game is going to be the – Will, can, well i think that they will be the one to be in the state finals i'm not sure that grand rapids christian and while they play while they did beat catholic central grand rapids catholic central and they did play an out, outstanding game and kobe buffkin is phenomenal i'm not sure that they have the the complete package that catholic central has as far as size as far as guard play as far as upperclassmen um and then you also talk about both coaches hey you know, E.T. Uh, e. does a great job at Grand Rapids Christian, and uh, Meerman does a great job at, uh, you know, Catholic Central. Catholic Central has been to, to the Breslin in the past. Yeah. So I think a little bit of that experience will definitely help them out.
0: So Division One, you're going to have Orchard Lake. You're going to have Ann Arbor-Huron. You're going to have Ypsilanti-Lincoln. You're going to have River Rouge. You're going to have King and Cass. So uh, it is Clarkston. Clark- and yeah. Clarkston.
1: Yeah, Clarkston, Grand Blanc. Right. I think I think that Saginaw is a, a dangerous team coming up from the Saginaw Valley League, the, from the Saginaw Valley North, yeah. uh,
2: especially Little Smith, Freddie McIntosh, James Baker.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and, and Broadnecks. I think Lavelle Broadnecks is the is year. is having a breakout year. I mean, he's and and it's great to see guys from that junior class because that only means then the seniors that next year's uh, season is going to be that much better and i think that when you talk about four guys that are that are scholarship guys you know whether on on some kind of level i think that that's uh, uh, uh let's say this ingredients for a for a long run in
2: game 2 you also got goodrich yeah. Cross-Lex, uh douglas when you're talking about yes. big time players and big time situations PJ Brooks, again, doesn't get much bigger than that yeah. uh, in terms of a, a, a wing prospect in the class of 2021, just a bulldog of a competitor, um, a guy that can literally take a team and put, put it on its back, mm-hmm. uh, put it on his back. And uh, I expect a big tournament out of PJ. So what that means for uh, longevity's sake for, for the Hurricanes going in the tournament, I'm not sure, but I wouldn't be shocked if, if PJ you know, averages 30, through the tournament and takes uh, Douglas uh, to the promised land.
1: Yeah, I think that Pierre's the toughest matchup, um, maybe outside outside of Imani Bates um, in the in the in the entire state because he's six foot five and six foot six and he's you know near two hundred twenty pounds yep. and he's playing above the rim. Yeah. He can burn you from outside. I, didn't um, how, I said this
2: earlier on, the, on a yeah. previous podcast. I didn't realize how good he could shoot it. Yeah, that, I was calling him more of a scorer than a shooter, yeah. and now I've determined that he's both. Yeah.
0: Yeah, East Lansing, another team in Division One. Yeah, I, th- I
1: think that they might be a year out just because they are, they're a little young, um, especially down in the in the in the post. You know, Dunn Dunn Dun is nice. You know, he'll more than likely be a scholarship player. I just think that he'll need a little bit more time. Um, you know, I just don't think that he can handle guys like uh, Matt Nicholson. You know, right. I think that that might be uh, kind of an issue. And then other thing is you talk about like an Orchard Lake St. Mary's who gets up and down the floor so well, and even Peter Nawoki gets up and down the floor very well. And will he be able to keep up with uh, a pace that, you know, that might not be uh, conducive to his uh, marathon abilities? What worries
2: me a little bit about Clarkson, I'm coming back to Oakland County, which is, you know, where I, I do most of my coverage. Um, I, I, I worry about the depth factor. Nicholson mm-hmm. is insane. It is playing the best, uh, you know, uh, uh, back to the basket basketball that we've probably seen in in Michigan probably since Yante Mayton. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been you know five five years or so. Um, Fletcher Lawyer is a uh, in, I call him Mister Automatic yeah, because he's shooter. such a great shooter, such a great uh, 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 playmaker. Yeah. But outside is- of those. Two. Keegan Wasilk's a yeah, nice yeah. sophomore point guard. Um, their quarterback, uh, DePillo, was out for most of the year so far uh, with Mono. is just starting to come back this last couple of weeks. Slow start. Cole Donchez, a, a senior glue guy, needs to uh, be a guy, in my opinion, if they're going to make a tournament run, Cole Donchez has to be a guy that can get you 10 every night. Yeah. Um, but they got upset last year in the first round yeah. by Adams after – reeling off I think 18 straight wins they've only lost one game was to Orchard Lake St. Mary's I don't expect them to lose the rest of this year they'll probably enter the tournament 19 and 1 I just all the other great Clarkson teams that have made those long runs have had more firepower uh, in the arsenal Mm -hmm. and uh, this Clarkson team is really good and I'm not saying I'd be shocked if they make a long run but I'm just I take a little pause when when I talk about uh, uh, what kind of tournament run when they make when I just look at they just they don't get a lot of scoring outside of Nicholson and Lawyer.
0: Yeah, they've they got depth to night, Actually, on yeah. the schedule, we're recording this on a Tuesday, so it should be another good test. They've yeah. got a great schedule, yes. so they're playing they great play teams to try. You know, and uh,
2: they beat up King.
0: Yeah, and I mean, it's, yeah, and any time they have you know active guards uh, against like Waso, well, they try to take advantage of that. Being the the defense says against them that's kind of the weakness turnovers, yeah. uh, but they always seem to find a way to bounce yeah. back. Uh, Nicholson plays both ends of the floor. Another team we didn't talk about in Division Two is Grand Rapids Christian, yeah. Yeah. Yep. and they're a team that's undefeated. Uh,
2: there uh,
0: yeah, yeah, uh, we talked about Catholic Central, okay. but we didn't really get into Grand Rapids Christian and uh, their chances of uh, going very far in D two. Yeah, I. Yeah,
1: Grant, uh, Kobe Bufkin, the the, ju- the junior he's got offered from Michigan State. I know DePaul is recruiting him very heavily. Uh, he's a guy that can take, you know, he's got a lot of, I mean, let's say, Amani Bates qualities where he can go out there and just take over a game and all of a sudden, of all, the, all of a sudden, he's got 40, 45, 50 points. And you really, I mean, obviously a little bit of an exaggeration right. there, but when he's on he's a he's a guy that can that that, that, that when he's in he's shooting the ball into the ocean and he gets to the rim so easily. Such a tough matchup for for so many guys because you're not used to somebody who's six foot five with the agility, the athleticism, and the skill that he has, with the ability to shoot the ball, score above the rim. You know, and uh, you know he and he started to elevate his game. I think that you know defense and rebounding were kind of question marks. Uh, you know, like as a many many younger players do, and that's one of those things as a junior where you know that's one of the reasons why they're undefeated now.
2: Yeah. Going back to Oakland County with Orchard Lake, St. Mary's, to me, they don't suffer at all from the worries that I have with Clarkson with depth, that they're, they're, you know, they have uh, firepower by the, you know, truckload. Um, right. If it's not coming from Bowman and Roper, it's coming from Rozier or Drake, Nwoki down in the middle, uh, Jack Crichton, the baseball player comes off the bench and, and, and shoots it from three. They have a, a lot of talent and uh, I expect that depth and that guard play um, between Roper, Rozier, Drake, and Bowman, which is just a nasty four-headed monster of a backcourt, uh, to, to take Orchard Lake St. Mary's far. And, you know, frankly, not to put too much pressure on Todd Covert and the group, if this team doesn't make it to Breslin Center, it's a disappointing year. I,
1: agree. I can, yeah, I can so I I kind of hear you on the disappointing. You're just think it's so, so. Take Final four.
2: Not yeah. The, not yes. state yes. champion. Okay.
1: Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, and I think another thing that helps them out. Don't forget, Brad Crichton was on that. Was coaching that Rochester Adams team last yeah. year. Yeah. And that's the son of young Crichton, who you just yeah. talked about. And he's, he's an assistant coach season. now at Orchard Lake Saint Mary's. So would that definitely help them? Probably help them in their opening season. You know, to open the season um, when they did host Clarkston and beat them pretty handily. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just so tough in that, in that area, you know, and I've got to look, we've got to look over some things just to see now Is Saginaw or Grand Valley sometimes, or, 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 excuse me, Grand Blankin, um or Saginaw, you know, will they have to meet up with the Orchard Lake St. Mary's or Saginaw uh, or, excuse me, or Clarkston, or will those, I think that Orchard Lake St. Mary's and Clarkston want to play in the doubleheader um, at Callahan Hall. So,
2: that I, don't... I maybe should have brought this up in, in the show. I mean, Farmington right now hosts that district that I was talking about, which is going to be just a bear of a district. It's Farmington, North Farmington, Groves, Seaholm, Brother Rice, A&T. Everyone's over 500. A- anyone can come out of that district. Farmington right now I think is 7-7. Seven and seven. They've got at least two kids that will probably play Division One, maybe three. Jaden Aiken's the best you know, junior guard prospect Uh Uh, In the state right now, class of 2021, just took a a visit to Michigan, got an offer from uh, Juwan Howard this past weekend. After his, you know, I think he had a 40-point game a a couple weeks ago. Again, you know, big players, big games, big opportunities. Robert Davis is shooting the ball um, just like we expected him to. came over from uh, University of Detroit where he played JV last year. But as a kid that's gotten uh, some Division One looks, had a game a couple uh, a week or two ago where he had six three pointers. Tariq Humes, one of the better three-point shooters in Oakland County, so you got you know three perimeter players there that that can do a lot of damage and. You know that makes for for the potential
0: of, a, of of a real sleeper. Well, certainly any team that comes out of a district that uh, is a is a blazing district, you come up with huge momentum. You remember uh, who was a skyline a couple of years ago? You remember they were winning at the last second, and all of a sudden it was like boom, boom, Novi, Novi. boom, Novi had the. Th- Three uh, oh, Novi, that's Novi had the Novi. Uh, buzzer yeah, beater to win the. T- it was at Skyline, oh, no, no. right? Yeah, right. it was versus Skyline. Yeah, it was versus they had three, Skyline. They had three, bu- yes. they
2: had three buzzer beaters in, yeah. the, in like a week or two weeks. Yep. Week. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Yeah, yeah. That
1: team right there, and that was Trey Maddox that wound up, yeah. you know, coming through. I think yeah. he also wound up hitting the buzzer beater at quarterfinals to yeah. send them yeah. to the semis, and now he's having a phenomenal year at uh, at Wisconsin and Green Bay. Wisconsin Green Bay too for Giovanni Miles. And then you look at Hankerson, you know, this is a kid that had, you know, zero division one offers. Northern Illinois ones. I'm taking a chance on him. And he's out there and he's starting and he's playing pretty well. And it looks like Mark Montgomery, Northern Illinois. They're at the top of uh, the Mac East or the Mac West.
0: That so. is something I want to do, and maybe we'll do it as early as next week here on the podcast. I want to talk about guys and what they're doing at the next level. And let's get some guy everybody caught up on what some of our former stars are doing, or maybe they weren't stars, and all of a Sudden, they're becoming prime time performers uh, at their respective universities. So we should do that. One last thing, because I know we got to go. Uh, just one quick thing, and I just want it to to plant the seed. And uh, because I'm committed to trying to figure out how to do it, what do we have to do to have a high school basketball all star game? What do we have to do to make that happen? Obviously, B.Cam and, and state champs are you know work hand in hand. Uh, obviously, there used to
2: be um, well at least. I might be dating myself a little bit here there was a point in time when there was always a macomb county oakland county all-star game okay. i think that lasted into the 2000s i want i want a
0: state yeah basketball.
1: yeah i mean i think i think a statewide uh all-star game would be phenomenal i do no, know reggie reggie butler reggie butler is is has kind of put together one um with mike covington mike covington is now at oakland university so uh, as an assistant coach so they, now it's fully on reggie butler
2: did, can run one in the two thousand I mean I can it's remember possible. I can remember covering one at Brighton we could do it like yeah nine,
1: we, nine. Hey, we we sure sh- we sure could and especially you don't have any there are no players that are in the Jordan game there are no games in the McDonald's all American game so they can play in uh, you know two different two different all-star games I think that you know there are enough people that out there that would definitely love to see that happen uh, so we've got the resources you know we've
0: got your voice that's right so we've they, got the promotion the, the promotion you know I'm just saying I, w- I want to see this happen you you know, we just don't. Uh, uh, it's funny, and the reason this brings up is because we're involved with the coaches' football All Star Game that will be happening in the Saginaw Valley this year, uh, and uh, you know the baseball All Star Game at Comerica Park. It's like, why do we not have covered, a basketball All Star Game? It makes no covered, sense. There was one that I covered the palace. Okay, so this must have been. There could, I'm sure. Been Ten years. Yeah, around. I'm sure there have been some iterations. Yeah. Uh, but I'm talking about having one that uh, I just think would would, would be great, and um, you know. Anyway.
1: And with some longevity, too.
0: Start spreading the word, everybody. Put it out there. And if you want to see us make it happen, let's make it happen. Because Sounds we could do that. Dunk contest yeah, and dunk everything. Contest Absolutely. Yes. Yes. You yes. want to be in a
1: three point shooting contest? then
0: we can have one for the staff. There you go. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, back. yeah, lay on Unless lay we up. got those trampolines. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, right. I'm
1: good at that. I'm good on that as I approach forty five years old. I'm gonna make sure that my knees are still uh, good. You're 60. fine. You're fine. Man. It's
0: a little glucosamine, man. It's all you need. I, I, I like good, I like man. I like it's the, the, I like having my on the earth. earth. You're gonna be out
2: at uh Ocean Lake St. Mary's on Friday. So if you guys are coming out there, come and uh, give me a hello. And, yeah, uh what are you gonna be wearing? I'll Yeah, I'll be wearing my Puma hat and my uh my Puma Hoodie. Your kangle. That that I got from uh, some
0: of my shady entertainment peeps. (laughs) Okay, nice. After a deal they signed with Puma. (laughs) Free gear. Nice, nice. Okay, yeah. good, and just so you guys know, uh, what oh, we've God. got coming up, some of the games we plan on doing, obviously PSL title, Friday night, Callahan Hall, girls and boys, we'll be covering both girls at 5, boys at 7, uh, Warren De La UD Jesuit getting it going on Friday, we'll have a camera at there, Bridgeport at Freeland on Friday, so I want to get Bridgeport on the show, uh, I think we kind of snake bit a Matt wrote a little thing on Bridgeport and they lose, Jesuit. but uh, Frankenmuth is a, a, a tough team, yeah.
2: yeah, you know, didn't really expect anything from them this year, They had to really reload and retool. They got a lot of young guys. But Sonny Wilson, uh, you know, just a a genuine uh, playmaker at the point as a freshman. Uh, Charles Turner. Charles Turner as a sophomore. Uh, Mutebi, uh, Cedric
0: Mutebi. Yep. And that's what happens when you play in a division like that. Every night you got to bring it, and if you're good, you're going to mature, Honestly, you know, and yeah. you're going to get better.
1: And let's not forget JT Morgan on yeah, that team JT either. Morgan, now you talk about Morgan. six foot eight somebody, yeah. somebody can some hit the hit the boards again. You know, one thing I always that's like to Jordan bring that's Jordan Morgan's brother, right? Yep. right. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, I
0: think you're right. Yep. I think it's, yeah, I wanted to
1: is you need reconfirm. size to win in Division One. Yeah. If you don't have size, yes, you know, you're you're or Class A Division One, yeah, um, you're you're going to be you're going to be hurting yeah. because. If you, you don't have size, them. you got guys you're like have Matt Nicholson, which is – Yeah, and, and it's just and really tough to do. I mean, yeah. it, it's uh, – you know, so – because everybody's got guards, know. you know,
2: pretty much that. that like Make a, a deep run or win a state title this year, but – Showing them some love. With, Say, hey, I'm they're, they're working this, hard. And I'm saying with this team that's – Look out. That's uh, – you know, the seeds are being planted. Yeah, great coach. For another of course. – Another potential dynasty. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, there you I go. mean,
2: they're in the middle, I guess. Uh, how many uh, uh, Catholic titles have they won in a row? Or seven. Six or seven in a row yeah. right now. So, yeah. I'm saying another dynasty. They're, yeah, still, in, they're, they're still in this they're dynasty. They're still in it. Yeah, right. was a freshman. Yeah, okay. freshman, right? There you go. Wow. So, wow. So they would, Something else.
0: Oh, yeah, catch the senior out. So they've won seven. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, So uh, also coverage on uh, Friday, this Valentine's Day, uh, we'll have the uh, Grand Rapids Christian at Wyoming game. We're covering that. Wyoming's only loss on the year was to Grand Rapids Christian. It was only by a bucket. So that should be an interesting one, that one at Wyoming. Mount Pleasant at Saginaw Heritage. Uh, we definitely want to get Mount Pleasant on the show. I want to see that team. Uh, Saturday's games, a couple we're covering. Belleville at Muskegon, although Belleville has struggled. Yeah. Um, you know, anytime you get on the road, and, and you know, Mesquite, you know, you play a team like Mesquite in a great football matchup. Uh, you know that uh, you never know what may happen. Uh, plus, it's good to see. Uh, you know, I like keeping an eye on what the Big Reds are doing because they're another team that could. Caused some serious problems. Uh, Saginaw at Saginaw, Arthur Hill, what can you say? Every year, throw out the records. It doesn't matter. They're at Arthur Hill's uh, gym this time. And, of course, uh, it'll just be a throwdown.
1: Yeah, and Arthur Hill's got some younger guys on their team. Tim Jordan. Jordan, uh, They've got a sophomore guard who was pretty impressive when I saw him uh, beginning of January um, at the Grand Blanks event. Um,
0: and if you ever decide yeah. you want to go, get there a couple hours early. Yeah, yeah. You're if definitely going to shut off the sure, block.
1: I'm pretty sure that that's a four or five o'clock game, too. I'm, or I'm like sure. That. I'm if, sure. If not moved to Saturday afternoon at one yeah. o'clock, it's only, <laughs> exactly. always seems make like it a yeah, on, on Thursday, this game's going to be held at Saginaw Valley State or the
0: Delta Flex or whatever else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, or Delta Community College. We'll keep um, you posted. Yeah. Also next week, Okemos at East Lansing, part two. Uh, Okemos got the better of them It's lost only loss on the year so far. And uh, Ferndale Low Park, that's where I will be. And a couple gritty teams that uh, I think could definitely make some noise uh, in Division 2, so we'll see what happens, but uh, anyway, that is our podcast, Scott TJ, thank you, thank you. We'll, we'll see you guys out there